Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to share with you some incredible interviews with wonderful entrepreneurs, business owners, and amazing people in my life that are practicing gratitude, self-love, and living with kindness. I also sprinkle in a few solo episodes, and occasionally you'll see family members join in for the fun as well. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. It's Julie Boyer here. And I'm not sure if you listened to the previous episode, which was number 64, where I shared some really big news. So I'll just catch you up just in case. My business, Wake Up With Gratitude, was actually featured in the July 20th edition of Women's World magazine. So if you're out at your local grocery store or pharmacy and you see the July 20th edition of this magazine, I encourage you to pick it up and take a look inside. The other big news that I shared is that I am now on Patreon. That's right. You can support this podcast and my photography through patreon.com slash wakeupwithgratitude. It's a great way to help an artist to continue to produce their art without being overrun with ads and other things during the podcast episodes. Thank you so much again for your incredible support, and I'm really excited for this next episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. On this episode of the podcast, I welcome Julie Lejeune. Julie has always had a passion for giving back and being of service to others. Her background in nutrition and the science of malnutrition led her to nonprofit work around the globe. She's worked in international development and poverty alleviation worldwide for over two decades. Her current business, Wish and Give, is centered around helping Canadians to give back to their local charities while celebrating important milestones and events. In the time of COVID-19, it's essential that we continue to celebrate our milestones in a meaningful way. Wish and Give provides the platform and community support to do so. And let's get right into this interview with Julie Lejeune, founder of Wish and Give. Welcome to this episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. And I have a lovely friend here with me today. I'd like to welcome Julie Lejeune. Good morning. Good morning, Julie. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's so much fun. I love, it's the Double Julie podcast. I mean, I don't think it gets any better than that. (laughs) You're born in the 70s? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So here's to all the Julies. And um, the reason I wanted to invite uh, Julie to be on the podcast is she has a really beautiful heart and so much love and charity in her heart. She's actually got over 20 years of experience in the nonprofit sector And that experience actually helped her to found this incredible business called Wish and Give. And Julie and I met through uh, this organization called Mompreneurs, which has now uh, evolution, is now revolution her. And I just really wanted to have a place where Julie could share her story because to me, gratitude and supporting and giving to others and this nonprofit work that you've been doing and even consider continuing that work through Wish and Give, I think is really, really powerful. So Julie, if you don't mind telling us a little bit about your story, kind of how you got to where you are today with Wish and Give. Yeah, thanks. Um, So like you said, I've pretty much been in the nonprofit charity sector my whole um, career, really starting back in university. How far do we want to go back? Yeah. 
I remember sitting in my Nutrition 10 course and learning really for the first time, and this obviously speaks of my um, privilege, but sitting there in my Nutrition 10 course, hearing that um, children actually had real diseases because of micronutrient deficiencies. So they basically didn't have enough food, vitamins and minerals or the proper food and had real actual diseases. So the first time I heard about rickets or anemia and, you know, I grew up and, you know, in all honesty, food appeared on the table. Like, yes, my parents said, finish your plate, they're starving kids, but you didn't really know what that meant as a kid until I, I saw the science um, behind it. And I think that's really um, one of my first, I guess that's really kind of one of my turning points of saying, I want to do something in the world to make a difference. And I knew that I could um, do that. So um, my degrees in nutrition, it's not what I'm doing right now, but it kind of came full circle to working in international development. So I spent 14 years working in international development, first with nutrition projects overseas and uh, East Africa. And then um, I lived in Malawi for a year and then um, all over the world, basically, and then became basically through that evolved to become a, a generalist in international development and helping um, it with poverty alleviation programs on a broad specter. So looking at education, economic resilience, um, health and nutrition, obviously, as part of that. Um, and then evolved further to really falling in love. I mean, so basically being in the charity nonprofit sector and falling in love with the fundraising aspect of that too, because realizing I could help Canadians um, make a difference and um, connect them with the charity sector as well and really fulfill their dreams and their purpose. Um, and so that's kind of how Wish and Give was, was born. And um, yeah, we'll talk more about that. Well, it's, you know, what's so interesting is we never talked about your nutrition background. And that's, you know, my first and primary yeah. business has been in nutrition with USANA Health Sciences. I've been yep. working in nutrition for 14 years. And when you talk about these deficiency diseases, you know, pellagra and rickets and all these things that these mm -hmm. children like just aren't even getting the basics of nutrition. Yeah. I was actually just looking over my, I do a monthly order with USANA. And one of the things I donate every month is I donate a, a bottle of the children's chewable vitamins because when I donate the company gives two more uh, to mm -hmm. the different projects that they have around the world. Because for some children, especially in African countries, mm -hmm. a vitamin a day is actually life-saving. And you talk yeah. about the privilege, right? Like my daughter gets vitamins, but like she's not going to die from a deficiency from vitamins. It helps her, of course, right. like our food is depleted. Yes. But for a child in that kind of position where they are, you know, dying and really suffering and their growth is suffering and everything these, these micronutrient deficiencies um, can be life-changing when we help in that way. So it's so interesting that I didn't yeah. even know we had this like connection. Yeah, I was actually a registered dietitian. Um, <laughs> so that's how I, I went that way. And then it kind of evolved from there, but yes, that's, that's my technical background. That's so interesting. I mean, I, it's mm -hmm. the irony is I studied kinesiology at university and I didn't take the nutrition course, which is like the one thing that I'm doing now. Do you know why I didn't take it? Because everyone said it was so hard. I was like, what is- Oh, but you did everything else for kinesiology. Like, you didn't you have to take biochem and everything? Yeah, I did. So it was so weird that That's I was harder like, than oh, I don't want to take this nutrition course because it's too hard. I mean, when we think back now, you're like, you, you know, you think about that, your nutrition course actually set, your, set you up for 
creating your career and your lifestyle mm-hmm. and not in the way that you would thought. And I did the opposite. Mm-hmm. I like didn't take the course and ended up there anyway. <laughs> so I love, cause I love pointing out when people have these moments, mm-hmm. right? What was the moment? And I love that you pointed it out. Cause I think sometimes when we look back on our journey, it's little moments, little catalysts that allowed us to shift and change along our journey. So mm-hmm. I want to hear a little bit about where the catalyst was for you to go from being an employee and traveling and helping internationally yeah. to actually founding your own business. Cause that is not an easy thing to do. So how did that come about for you? No, you're right. That's uh, I, I kind of liken it to jumping off a cliff, but um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I left the, I say corporate, but it's really charity nonprofit sector, full-time nine to five work. Um, my, my career involved a lot of travel. I was um, overseas three or four times a year, sometimes for two weeks at a time and, um, was with young kids that just got really hard. Um, and it's, it's possible. It's doable. We were, we, you know, a lot of us in my department were mothers and women and we supported each other really well, but just, it was for my own really my own mental health. I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. Um, and as much as I love the work and I'm actually still doing consulting work for the organization at the international level. Um, cause I just, I love the work so much, but the travel just became too hard. So, um, well, I had the opportunity to leave and I took it and, um, and out of that was born, um, wish and give really, and being able to use my passion for the charity sector not only international work, but all of the work and really connect Canadians in with that, knowing sort of both sides. I would have friends that say, oh, it's so amazing what you do because your career is giving back. And to me, it was always, it was just a job. Like, yes, it aligns with my morals and values, but it was also a job. But I realized in that is not everyone can have the job that aligns with their morals and values. And that's fine. You still have to pay your mortgage you know, you still have to, you know, we still need these products in the world and stuff. And so Wish and Give kind of was born from that of saying, okay, you can still do something um, to give back and support these amazing charities in Canada um, without having that as your career or without being the 10000 or $100,000 donor because every little bit makes a difference. Um, and so I wanted a way for it to be fun and easy. You know, I live in Toronto birthday parties pre-COVID, it were, are, you know, a big, um, a big ticket spending item. And we've kind of just gotten into the materialism of it. Um, and so this way, um, I should probably explain what Wish and Give is. Yes, I was going to say, so tell us a little bit yeah. about, so when you mentioned about the birthday party thing and, yeah. and how that is, it does end up being a huge expense for families. And I mean, I don't know about you, but when my daughter um, started celebrating her birthdays, I was like, I don't want, like, I just don't want more stuff in my house. Like she doesn't need it. She doesn't play with it. Like, how can we make this work? And it's interesting before I met you, before I knew about your company, I had worked with a different company that did a similar birthday party charity initiative. And what I love about Wish and Give is that it's, it's really so much more. And yeah, so tell us exactly how the business works. Yeah, so Wish and Give is basically... I like it to evite or eventbrite, but with a social conscience. Okay. And so as a party host, you would put up your invitation at wishandgive.ca, and then your guests are asked to basically contribute to a group gift and a donation to charity. So this is, it's not completely altruistic, uh, but it is, and it's an it's a amazing tool to basically 
teach kids about philanthropy and giving back. Teach kids about life is not all about them. Um, even though it's their birthday and it is all about them, but it ends up being an amazing teaching moment to say there are other needs in our community. Um, and all kids, I find, I haven't met a kid that isn't passionate about some kind of cause. Yeah. And so this way, I, I have all 86,000 charities in Canada on the site. Um, yeah, so there's 86, Say that again, over 80. How many charities in Canada on your platform? Yeah, so there's over 86,000 charities in Canada, and they're all on my site. You can search by postal code to find one near you, because I really wanted this platform to be helping the small charities um, and being able to help Canadians find there's a food bank down the street or a women's shelter down the street that really is doing some amazing work that you might not even know is there until you search by postal code and be like, oh, I didn't know that was right here in my neighborhood. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so basically it's helping the kids give back, put their passion into action. So every kid is passionate about something, if it's animals or um, you know, swimming or whatever, like they're, they're passionate about something. And so you can find a charity that's linked to that and give back. So then your guests, when they RSVP, the invitation goes out in their email and they RSVP and they can give as much as they want to the gift and as much as they want to oh, the charity. Okay. So the kid is actually getting a gift. I pay the parent out in cash. Okay. And then the kid can get what they want. So they could get theater tickets with it. Well, pre-COVID, I guess we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> Definitely no theater. But, but you know what my daughter do, did? She yeah. actually, um, the one year she did, it was for an iPod. So she wanted yeah. an iPod and she was like, I think six. Yeah. She wanted an iPod and we're like, yeah. um, well, I don't really like as a parent, I was like, I'm not buying you an iPod, but she did this and it really, people gave cash. And then at the party, yeah. she just opened her iPod, you know, and that was the gift and we covered the rest, her party yeah. covered part of it. But, um, and then she donated to, um, a global charity, which is great. Yeah. But what I love about Anything. What you've done is you're really bringing it back to the community and helping specifically in my community. And I think yeah. during COVID, I think this is, let's, let's be clear. We're recording this in July of 2020. We yeah. are, I think we're still right. in the early part of what's going to happen Probably, with COVID-19 yeah. and the way that we celebrate, the way that we help, I think is changing dramatically and I feel like what you're doing, especially for Canadians, uh, we need to get the word out because we're not celebrating the way that we used to, but this is such a great opportunity to celebrate. And like you said, we're not having a birthday party with all these gifts anyway. So why not Give you know, connect with you? So you also yeah. have like, you celebrate your, the kids and stuff. I noticed that on your yeah. Facebook page. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so we call them community champions after they've used their birthday party um, through Wish and Give. And then we put their picture up on the website and celebrate what they've done and the charity they've fundraised for. We celebrate them on social media. And yeah, it's so it's so inspiring. I mean, I've, I've got hundreds of kids that have done this and just, yeah, it, like you, I saw you like put your hand to your heart. Like, it. exactly. It's like, it, it, it's so, it gives you those warm, fuzzy feelings because, you know, these kids are really making a difference in the world. And it just inspires me for our future. Honestly, when I see these kids, our future is in good hands. If there's the six-year-old to the 12-year-old that is choosing to do this, obviously it's parent-led a bit, but a lot of the kids, you know, the kids are choosing it as well because they want like the iPad or something like yeah. that too. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, honestly, these are going to be, these are the future adults that will turn this into regular giving, regular philanthropy. 
I like too that you can choose the amount that goes to the child and the charity. And then is there like, um, do you have like thresholds? Are people able to get charity receipts if they want, or is that part of the... We're not doing the tax receipts um, okay. for multiple reasons. Is mostly the amounts are so are small, oh, five, ten, twenty dollars. Yeah, okay. yeah. um, and I wanted to ha- have this accessible to every single charity in Canada. Got it. So there's no membership fees for the charity to be on my site. Oh, it's really? Free for them to be on the site, and then I send the money over to them. Um, and charities, and it's really we're supporting the small charities. And I I volunteer at a food bank downtown Toronto. And honestly, it's like when if $100 donation is amazing for us, that's what we need. And it makes yeah. a big difference um, for us. So it's those little, it's like understanding that micro donations, yes, especially in your local community are making a tremendous difference. And right now, like you said, food banks, I mean, yeah. food banks are Every, desperate, desperate need of yeah. funding. And from what Every I charity is in Canada right now. Really. Yeah. It's, and from what I understand is actually, it is better to donate money than to collect food. Because they can buy, they have such, they have purchasing power. They get stuff at a better price, right? Yeah. And, and we have rent and employee costs to cover. So, you know, for a food bank to function, they have at least one employee, they have rent, they have insurance, they have, you know, the lights, all that stuff. So um, cash is definitely a better way to go for food banks. And I know it feels good to like go around and do a food drive and I get that. And so if people want to do that, that's great. But this understanding that a charity needs cash to run any charity, like you Mm -hmm. said, has at least one employee and they need cash and to, and also like, I find the challenge too with food bank is like, it gets getting the right type of food that you can then distribute. So yeah. It, you know, sometimes when we do uh, like a collection drive or whatever, we're not getting stuff and some of the food might be spoiled or expired and we can't use it. Whereas if we're just giving, we give five or $10, they can really multiply that and feed more people. So yeah. uh, that's a wonderful idea. Now I have an interesting question for you. So what if I, as an adult, like, like adults aren't having parties either. And a lot of adults will celebrate big milestone birthdays, like you're 40, you're 50, yeah. 60, 70, whatever. It's like a big deal as an adult. So does this platform lend himself? Like if I, as an adult wanted to celebrate my 40th birthday, which already happened, but let's just imagine. And I want to talk about the next one. And I want to support like the local women's shelter. Could I do that as well? Yeah, of course. So that's, um, yeah, it's exactly what the platform is built for. So, um, milestone birthdays, anything really. So weddings, baby showers, bridal showers, retirement parties. Um, anytime you're doing group gifting, yeah. it basically is automating the process. Um, and so just in, in June last month, um, we used it for teacher's gifts. So a class parent set up a link, sent out the URL. It's a private URL. You send that out to the class parents. Everybody can contribute. The teacher wins. They get cash instead of a Starbucks or LCBO gift card. And, you know, so they can get what they want. And then um, everyone feels good about giving back. Um, so interesting. Yeah, I hadn't thought about the teacher gift, but even like a baby shower thing, again, you're not getting together necessarily for a baby shower these days, but maybe the parents need a new stroller or some, a large yeah. ticket item that you would pool your money together for anyway. And this provides a way for not only, you know, maybe they're supporting a specific charity, maybe they, you know, they're supporting the hospital or, you know, uh, the midwives or whatever that connected to their story, because we all, I think have some, we have charity in our hearts and everybody has a different way that they want to support charity. So 
the fact that your platform allows us to support so many different charities across Canada is I, that's really what I love most about it. Yeah. And I mean, and virtually right now, right? So we still, it's still very important to celebrate kids, new moms, weddings, all of that. And obviously you can't do it in person so well right now. And virtual is a, is a, you know, is an amazing option because we still need to have those celebrations. It's still important to mark those events. And then with Wish and Give, it just makes it that much more smoother. You can send out your invitation. You get the virtual gift, the cash gift. Um, and back to the baby showers. I remember when, you know, I had mine. It's like when you're, as a new mom, you're looking at, you need the diaper pail and the change pad. None of that's sexy to give, right? And it doesn't, you know, if you're giving a $20 gift or something, you can't get that stuff. But that's yeah. the stuff the parents need. Not more socks, not more onesies, which are cute and make for the great, you know, opening at the at the party. But reality, let's, you know, think about that too. And so, um, yeah, it allows the parents to get what they really want. And then everybody's feeling good about giving back. And it's an interesting um, observation in terms of materialism and consumerism. I mean, that's a whole conversation for another day. But we are seeing a shift uh, globally of what we actually need versus we want and our needs are being really addressed as opposed to our wants right now. So that's really what's most. So as we kind of get to the end of our interview, there's something I've been wanting to ask you kind of since we started and you know, we are in a very different world. We, the world is changing in front of us. So many things are happening that, you know, we never expected or anticipated. And I'm just really curious for a company like Wish and Give that has uh, so many beautiful ways and directions that it could go, kind of, would you be open to kind of sharing what you see for the future of this company with us? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I think, I'm, so the website's been live for three years, almost three years, two and a half years. This fall will be our third birthday. And really, it's, it's interesting. I mean, COVID, um, COVID definitely has changed things, but reality is we're virtual and it can be used anywhere across Canada. And because um, so, every Canadian charity is on the site. Um, so I see, you know, I have some big dreams and goals for this um, business and basically, you know, be the platform of choice across Canada and help reach um, all the kids, you know, as many as we can all across Canada. Um, to be able to, you know, like I said, put their passion into action. And also I call it like growing givers. We're growing the next generation of givers. And there's kids um, all across Canada that can do this. So that's, um, those are my dreams for the business. And um, yeah, one well, step, one step at a time. I, I'm excited to celebrate your third year anniversary with you when that comes up. When, and it'll be probably around my daughter's birthday. So perfect. <laughs> we're very excited to, uh, you know, do that with you this year to do her party through your site because uh she actually does she she wants a leopard gecko very clear she's been saving her money and then she wants money for a leopard gecko because there's you know you got to buy the the terrarium and all this stuff right Mm -hmm. so it's a very large group gift and what a great opportunity to um she likes supporting our local spca here just in um nanaimo but we'll talk. Maybe there's another, you know, we'll That's look perfect. and see what's local yeah. and maybe she wants to support the food bank or whatever. And, and that's what's interesting is we can explore and see. So I'm excited for that yeah. too. So thank you, Julie. Mm-hmm. All right. So my big question that I ask uh, my podcast guests is the podcast is called Wake Up With Gratitude. 
we're, you know, we want to be connected to gratitude. I know that no successful business uh, is actually able to, you know, get where they are without having some kind of gratitude practice. So tell me a little bit about how gratitude fits into your life, Julie. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I think it's interesting because the act of giving is an act of gratitude, right? And it's science has proven that it feels good to give. It's the same hormones, happiness hormones when you click through and do that donation. Um, so on a personal level, I actually learn a lot from you and your podcast and um, others that I, I learn from and follow. And, you know, it's doing the, the daily journaling. Those are some of my practices, the daily gratitude, writing down five things that I'm grateful yeah. for. Um, and then on the business side, writing down my goals every day as well. Um, it's kind of the, in the, my morning practice. I get up at the same time every day. I go down where the house is quiet, have my coffee and sit and begin my work day um, that way. And then also um, I'm a big believer in exercise and getting outside. I think it's very similar to yourself. I need to be in, a, we live right next to a forest and a river. And so we spent, I spend time, you know, pretty much daily, I would say, um, running and running in the, in the woods and, and near the water and being near Lake Ontario too, as I, mm. I grew up on the West Coast, so the ocean is very important to me, but Lake Ontario suffices because it looks like an ocean almost. And, uh, and being, so being near water and being in nature are definitely um, big priorities and, and needs that I have in my own life. Oh, that's wonderful. I love that you have that morning practice and it is a real beautiful way to set up your day. And, you know, these little things that we do, these habits that we might take for granted, but they're actually what builds our entire business and our life. And I'm just so, um, you know, sharing that message of building that foundation of gratitude every day is, is really important. So thank you for sharing that with us, Julie. All right, my friend, where do we find you? How do we connect with you and your company? Where are the best places to find you? Yeah, at wishandgive.ca. So W-I-S-H-A-N-D-G-I-B-E dot C-A. Um, and one other quick thing, if you don't mind. Yes, so we're doing course. a summer challenge right now. Um, and basically challenging kids and grown-ups to set a personal goal and fundraise for their favorite cause in reaching that goal. Um, so oh. my daughter, for instance, has decided to run 100 kilometers this summer and raising money for Team Unbreakable that focuses on mental health and youth through running. And um, yeah, so I challenge everyone to set a personal goal uh, this summer, um, kids and grown-ups, and basically give back by reaching your goal. Wow. Fantastic. And we can share that on your Facebook page. Yeah. Okay. Is that you're mostly on Facebook or Instagram? What's your both Instagram is kind of my main focus, but okay. it goes to both Instagram, Twitter. Awesome. And it's just wish and give at wish and give. Yeah. And Instagram places. is wish and give. Okay. Beautiful. Easy to find you. Well, I like your summer challenge. We'll make sure we put that in the notes as well as all the links. I just, Julie, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us today, for inspiring us to give, for inspiring us to support our local charities, especially in these really difficult times for so many people. It's, it's really inspiring the work that you're doing. So thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. My friend, you did it. You made it all the way to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around. I would love it if you take the time to subscribe to the podcast so that when new episodes are released, they're automatically downloaded so you can listen to them anywhere you are. 
It would really mean the world to me if you would give this podcast a five-star review, should you think that I deserve it, on your favorite podcast app. Thank you so much for taking the 30 to 90 seconds to share your rating and give a little review of the podcast. It helps other people to know if they should be listening to this podcast or not. And of course, if you've listened this far, I know it's made a positive impact in your life. So if it's helped you, do you think you could share it with a friend? Who do you know who could use just a little bit more gratitude and inspiration in their life? And finally, if you're like me and you love talking about gratitude and being grateful and sharing all things related to gratitude, please join our community on Facebook. You can find us under Groups Gratitude Ambassadors, and we'd love to welcome you into our community. Thanks, and we'll see you at the next episode.